phone with Flappy Bird on it? Uh, no. Mm. Welcome, you're everyone. We're out the gate. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> got him. You're a bit of a Flappy Bird. <laughs> no, we were just discussing the, uh, the nostalgia of the iPod Touch that Jack's currently recording on and... I remember the the original release of the the iPod Touch and the the doodle jumps and the the flappy birds of the world and the uh, the black home screen and and all these other things and magical world of Apple and how it's evolved. Do you have an MP3 player, Welshy? Did I have one? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I remember my first one. It was a, a Dick Smith Electronic. Yeah. Uh, one. I, I don't know the storage, but I know there was maybe enough room for. 80, 90 songs or something like that. Ooh. Walkman? Uh, no, my brother had one. My older brother had one. Um, it's been interesting, been looking at inventions and stuff a little bit lately, and uh, the, the Walkman was a, a pioneering one. Um, yeah, interesting. I love how you ask Welshie when you're much older. <laughs> Vinyl? <laughs> My doctor told me that I am a 19-year-old, and we are rolling with that. What's your What's your Be Real account? 19-year-old? <laughs> what's Be Real? <laughs> yeah, not really 19. That was the test. Oh, boys. Yes, the uh, inventions are pretty cool. I was actually I was thinking of um, Walsh yesterday. I saw on Facebook someone was selling a coffee machine. How's your coffee machine going? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, it wasn't so good this morning when I got up and... It'd been a rough night's sleep, and the uh, went to press the button, and I was like, "Fuck, there's no beans in there." That was rough. And then uh, Lenny was kicking off. Doesn't like going back to daycare. It's been a real struggle, but uh, got him in there, and then remembered that um, the daycare to actually have a coffee machine there. So I made one on the way out. It was okay. Jeez, look at that! You pay these massive fees, and they've got Great. a coffee machine. Yeah, and you can help yourself. Yeah, it's like a a commercial sort of pod one. You just just click the pod in the front, and place called. Jack, what are you doing later this afternoon? <laughs> you go for coffee. Jeez. There's Lenny. There's a bunch of little kids just slave labour, just working away. Thanks, Mr. Walsh. Well, you can only pick them up after four, so that must be what they're doing. <laughs> It'd be cheap labour. That would be. Uh, it's free. How, how is Lenny uh, adapting back into the kind of not being crook? Yeah, no, he, he's physically really, really good. Um, he's been super happy most of the time. He's... Slightly more reserved, I think, than he was. Just like a little bit quieter and 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 uh, less outgoing. Um, and I think that's just because he's been around us and hasn't been doing much for the last few weeks. Um, and then, yeah, daycare has been uh, tough. Just because, like, he so the last week that we had him, he got out of hospital, but he was in the car with us, taking Hudson to daycare and watching him go off. So he just, I think, got used to that and. Um, yeah, full on kicking, screaming, I don't want to go sort of thing. So that's been been a uh, enjoyable experience. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, nah, he, he's he's good, which is which is really good to see. Good, yeah, good. That's the main thing. And Jack, an update with you: How's living in your <laughs> new house, with your new house, mate? Where where are you living? <laughs> Um, in the sauna out the back, or yeah, I got the garage. Uh, <laughs> half my life's out there still. Actually, I got about a thousand pairs of shoes. Uh, I tidied it up for you, though. You, you did know. well. We had an ex- uh, inspection for the because uh, I don't know if Barnsley shared, but um, renting the house out, which is cool. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, so we're going to be homeless. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you get to move to the other house or are you saying um, – and is that what the $600 I, a week is? Is that was just to you or – I come with the, the, the <laughs> next house. So so when the people rent out this one, I'm just there and, and they can't go in the garage and I'll just make it my little man cave. And you, well, it you was a, Jack was actually a factor of me being like, all right, I'm actually going to buy a, a, you know another place. Uh, will you come with me? And he said yes. So – Oh, so well, you are coming. Damn right. Yeah, right. I wasn't sure how this whole dynamic was working, but it's obviously going okay. Bigger house, four, two, two living rooms. We're going to have so much extra space. So many room for activities. I think it works great, actually. Like uh, the best thing I enjoy about living with Link, other than the um, the the routine he has that you have. So you're right in front of me. It inspires me to just keep consistent with like, all right, I know I've got my meal prep, I know I can do this, do this and this. But it's actually having someone in the morning that I know is up starting their day. Uh, Because what time do you get to to work in the morning? Just before Uh, 6? At the the moment I'm 5am, just because I'm training for an hour beforehand as well. So you're up at, I think your first alarm goes off at quarter past? Mm Mm-hmm. I hear first alarm. Hey yeah. Google, <laughs> hey Google, Siri, snooze. I hear it from my room because I open my door, I sit on my bed, and I kind of just lay back, and then I start my day. I go to the dunny, do my thing, brush my teeth, and then I normally hear Link starting his morning. But then I'm either out the door or if I'm a little bit later to work, I'll sit and have a coffee with them in the morning. And it's lovely when someone else is starting their day because I've never lived with people who are. I suppose early risers. So something I appreciate about you um, is that, and you're up in the morning. You're not like, oh, hey man. You're like, oh, yo, what's going on? <laughs> and Barnsley's quite funny. Barnsley's quite funny, actually. It gets me some sometimes. Eh, like I'd I'd never really realised how hilarious he is. It must be like an at home thing because we don't experience oh, it. Like. <laughs> it's, fu- it's actually gold. Like some bangers I'll leave and I'm like, fuck, he's funny. Like and I'll, I'll just be grinning ear to ear like, oh, he got me. Just some one-liners. I think it's all the Seinfeld you can share. <laughs> 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 and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Just one-liners. Mm. That's all I focus on. Oh, they're good. They're good. But no, it, living living's going really well. My dad's concerned about our living arrangement because he obviously uh, listens last week's episode. He's like, oh, it's so good to hear an update about uh, uh, Tim because you know, he misses you. Uh, dad's an avid listener, so back to work, Dad. <laughs> we could be running right now, so up that pace. But... Having someone go, oh, Jack, mate, this sounds a bit shifty with what Link's got you doing there. And I said, Dad, it's a fucking joke. And he's like, I oh, know, <laughs> I know. I'm just buying into it. It's good shit. So, no, it's it's all going really well. That's great to to hear that. Yeah. And that, yeah, you're moving in together and you'll... um Be around the corner from you. Yeah, that's that's very good. And you're going to up the value of the, uh, the rent per week by leaving the sauna there and... Uh, <laughs> the sauna goes before me. <laughs> the sauna definitely goes. Hashtag only sweats. Only sweats, baby. Watch me in there dripping. I got my biggest time. Um, 52 minutes. I've been journaling. <laughs> I just don't know if, is it healthy, Jack? <laughs> well, I'm not dead. <laughs> and I set alarms on my phone like every 10 minutes just so I don't pass out. But um, I feel like there's not enough research. Well, I haven't looked into it enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find any articles directly in front of me that are being held up that suggests that saunering is unsafe. Is it, help me out, Tim. You're my stat man. Is there benefits? 
from the top of your head, you know? Of? Uh, I haven't looked into it enough. Uh, I did some very brief, I remember very, very back in the day, did a placement at a place called ESS Performance in Melbourne, which no longer exists, and they dropped 40K on a infrared sauna and wanted me to do a bit of research on it, so I started doing that and... Uh, and yeah, you sort of you find the difference between um, hot and cold, and and probably in terms of strength adaptations, you're looking at better strength adaptations from hot, because cold can sort of negatively stunt those things. Um, but I wouldn't have a clue in terms of duration and time. And yeah, um, I think yeah, it's the same with everything. As if you uh, tailor a study to find something, you will. Um, and if they said. Uh, I will sit in the sauna for five hours and not drink any water, and um, obviously you'd expect to be Don't dehydrated. Don't fucking <laughs> ideas, mate. <laughs> and unwell. Uh, then the the study will say that the findings were are oh, that uh, prolonged periods in the sauna are, are unhealthy, and they won't mention the five hours and just sort of spend it the, the way they want. So they, they, there's probably research out there that says uh, infrared saunas does this, this, and this, but yeah, nothing. Yeah, I suppose I, I I need to look into it more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah, I probably should. Or just go with how you're feeling. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and I, I am writing it down. Um, <laughs> do you want to know the extent of my journaling? Uh, That's, let's save that for another episode. It's cold outside. <laughs> 9th of June, 36 minutes. Uh, really good sleep, good sweat. <laughs> is, there, is there ever a not good sweat? or? <laughs> <laughs> Boys, today's um, topic I'd like to touch on, you're both inspiring, you're both leaders um, in your own ways and two people that I I look up to. Um, How leaders inspire is something that's been on my mind about kind of how people take charge and how people, well, lead and inspire. Um, The two topics I'd like to touch in on that um, header would be leading by example and empowering and development of others. Now, this is something you guys do daily. So I thought. Put it out in the universe. Put it out to you guys. Yeah, you're my universe. You're my, my soundboard. Leading by examples, I think it's an, it's an easy way. It's probably the easiest way that a lot of us go about um, just life in general. If you, we've talked about this, you post your stuff, you post your runs, you're leading by example. People would see that, okay, sweet, I can go do that as well. Um, yeah, I think I think from a from a form of leadership, it is the easiest to pick up and to e- the easiest to help others also learn those habits that you're doing. So from a business point of view, the boss might vacuum, you're going to vacuum because they're leading by example. The boss might do all this hard yards, he might stay that extra five minutes to help someone, you're going to help someone stay those extra five minutes you know what i mean so i think it's the easiest form of just yeah demonstrating good practice and also bad practice if you use it the opposite way as well yeah i'd agree and you see like um i think probably footy is the prime example of it and you see the captain and and you, you hear the commentators going on about uh i don't watch footy that much anymore but um a, a, a well-respected captain, Nick Rewalt, sort of comes to mind. And they're like, oh, he's putting his team on the back and carrying them over the line. And, and you just see their sort of work rate and how hard they're, they're pushing and, and the way that they're speaking to people. And, um, yeah, sort of like, I'll do this, you follow me, do the same thing. Um, that, that pops into mind uh, when you're talking about that. And, yeah, I think it just flows over to, to everyday life, whether it's work or, 
or um, mates just doing something. Um, you see that. Um, but yeah, an interesting one comes to mind actually as well. I'm listening to to James Dyson. Do you know who he is, Jack? Oh, is, is he the vacuum man? The vacuum man, yeah. Listening to his uh, great segue from the vacuuming of the boss to to now talking about Dyson. yeah, we do have a Dyson out in the uh, in the thing that picks up to up to point one micron of side of size of dust. You might um, say it sucks. It sucks. It does. No cyclones. Um, listening to to his biography at the minute, and he's talking about inventions and and that sort of thing, um, and the way that he's gone about it, and he does a fair bit of mentoring now. Um, and it's it's interesting listening to his story because he had um, a few different really really good inventions uh, and worked his ass off at them that never really came to fruition. But um, it was probably just his willingness to continue to show up and, and work hard. Um, and now he talks about the culture that's at Dyson and how everyone loves being there and um, how he employs uh, internal people that he's seen. Um, demonstrating above and beyond feats. Um, so like even just from a hiring and, and business modelling point of view, um, it obviously works if he sees people doing good things and he wants them to be leading by example, then he's putting them in the, the higher positions. So, um, yeah, that, that sort of flows into it as well. With your internship program here mm. in a, on a, in a business term, but also your um, your developing these students or, or these, oh, I say kids, but they're all ages, uh, with their professional and personal development. How do you go by approaching that program that you have created for the Rad Centre? Uh, in terms of um, in terms of how I present myself to them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's probably just um, sharing stories, I think, is the big one and just sort of saying that, look, I know years, like I know sort of where you are in your life, um, ironically, I've, I've been through that phase as well and the, the part where you sort of have to work hard and um, it might seem silly that, that things are unpaid and, and so on and obviously they, they're paid in experience and, and education. Um, but just sort of reiterating that um, the, the things that I did that were unpaid and that you work your ass off and you, you sort of sacrifice some things pays off long term and I think just sharing those stories with them empowers them a little bit um, and I think something as well that I've, I've been doing is probably reviewing. There's been a little bit of a drop-off um, this semester and it, it sort of tends to happen towards the back end of most sort of intakes is the engagement um, and uh, the sort of, I don't know if people are getting comfortable, but their willingness to, to call in sick or like they're doing something else and, and so on. Um, and... Uh, I have gone back and forward in different sort of intakes of how relaxed I am um, dealing with it. So the summer intake was a prime example. It was a bunch of four guys that were all um, super energetic and fun and, and everything. And I thought, let's go along with that. Um, let's try and bring that fun out. And was probably relatively relaxed and laid back and sort of always said, oh, don't stress if you're not able to show up and, and so on. Um and I think so going into this semester, I think I need to be a little bit more authoritative and not be a hard ass, but have some clearer, harder expectations of, look, it's okay if you're, if you're sick, everyone gets sick and so on. But if you're uh, messaging me about you've got an exam tomorrow, you're not coming in that you've known about for months, 
um, and that just repeatedly happens, um, then, yeah, I think just try to stamp that sort of stuff out. So it's probably just going back and forth on leadership styles and trying to adapt and, and find the right balance of, all right, we want a, a really fun environment and enjoyable, but also having um, lots of structure and, and direct guidance and some form of authority. It's bloody cool, bro, that you've done all that. It's it's really cool. You should be super super stoked on yourself. I'd love to be a fly on the wall and maybe even come sit in, and I've met a few of the intakes, and um, I know they seem like they're enjoying it. I hope they are, but because um, the value you guys give them is, is huge, um, and hopefully they can see it. Yeah, I think so. And like you, you see, or I interviewed one not long ago, and I've got another one in. I believe he's here, actually. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's here. There you go. Shane, right uh, <laughs> message on the whiteboard. Oh. There you go. I'll be with you shortly, Michael. Um, uh, oh, I've lost my train of thoughts now. Uh, you you interview them and you hear about um, they know someone that's done it previously, and you hear about their experience secondhand. And and I think they just say, oh, like like phrases like, oh, you've got to do this, and um, like I've learned so much there, and it, it's a really good environment, and so on, and, and that sort of filters back to you. Um, that uh, you obviously hear that from the people, but then to hear that they're talking about it in that way to other people is is also really good. Um, yeah, it's bloody awesome, bro. Very cool, very cool. Well, yeah, you better get to Michael because you want to be punctual. You want to set a good standard. You did say one o'clock. We got a couple more minutes. Yeah, leading yeah. by example. Yep. That's something that I absolutely hate is unpunctual people. Yeah, bro. Especially when you're going to say you're going to be there at a certain time. And it's different, you know, you can get a flat tyre. And I, I use that analogy to myself recently as like it can throw you. It, a flat tyre will throw any train of thought. If you're in the car and you get a flat tyre, normally because you're driving and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but it, it just throws you straight away. Um, so sometimes there will be flat tyres throughout the day. You've just got to decide where you want to put your um, your, your energy and, and sometimes you need to stop and fix the tyre or sometimes you can go, you know what, let's ride on this fucking rim for a little bit longer and we can get through it. But what's the uh, the saying, uh, prior planning prevents piss poor performance or whatever? Yep, the P's. Yes. Uh, so then you could look back and say, if you're going to an important meeting in Melbourne and you've left it to, right, I've got 10 minutes before I get there, as opposed to saying, all right, I'm going to leave an hour in case shit hits a fan and being prepared in that way. Didn't you used to get like four yeah. hours? Yeah, You've I used to spoken be about yeah, this? Yeah, because I was scared about rocking up late. Yeah. Ex- and that is, that, that's the difference between a lot of people, bro. That's something that I'll, I remember you saying, you said you would wait in the car, text the guy and say, hey, can you let me know when you're here? Because I've been here for four hours. <laughs> yeah. Must yeah. use bathroom, please. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the difference, I yeah. think, the mindset. Um, and it's probably... Something that more people need to know about you is that you didn't just wait for the door to open. You literally got there before the door opened to make sure you were in that fucking room um, and, and look at the position it's put you in now. So, again, that's just credit to, to the kind of bloke you are. Thanks. Compliment circle. Well, I don't think – do you like taking compliments? Uh, not really. Yeah. Well, you fucking deserve them, bro. We all do, actually. We all do. It's something we all need to do better at is to take compliments because we're all great. We're great men. We are great men. I think that that just makes me think. I remember, um, I don't know what sort of perception I gave off at uni uh, because, like, yes, first couple of years I did enjoy drinking and and partying and that sort of thing. But uh, I think uh, whether it was because I was just always at the gym and stuff like that and um, 
like the general perception was, oh, he's just like right into his sport. He doesn't give a shit about hard work or whatever. And um, I remember, yeah, just like the amount of people um, that would like rock up to to the unit or whatever and be like, oh, like why are you studying? Like I'm like, oh, got to do work. And then and then people being like, oh, or like talking secondhand about me. Oh, yeah, no, nah, he's actually been doing 20 hours a at work the last couple of days or whatever and I think yeah people just had the perception of oh, I was just floating through whereas um those that knew me well knew that yeah I was working hard so same it, goes with anything though like everyone just sees us you know that the hour that our members see us that's how yes. they see us mm. yeah the kids don't realize you leave this place you go home you have a life as well yes um so, but we we know Tim oh we know we know. We know. You work very hard. And you must. You, you have 30 you, seconds. You Quick, Tim. Yeah. See you, Tim. See you, Tim. Bye, Tim. Um, Tim. You to the, uh, the sponsor, Tim's Kombucha. Delicious. <laughs> to a market near you. Uh, uh, you're right, Welsh. Um, sorry, Barnsley. It's the iceberg. You, you, The members, people, but... It's like anything in life. They only see the tip of what we show. They don't see when you come back in the back room, like in the podcast studio, where you're writing programs, discussing people and injuries and, and weekend footy and sport, etc. We don't see that. And I think we've touched on it before, but that's so important to know that everyone is grinding, everyone's battling, everyone's doing something, so their iceberg stays afloat. Mm. So what you see is still there. Yeah, you're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. What's the what's the icebergs for you at the moment, mate? What's the tip? What are we seeing? Uh, you're seeing, um, oh, that's a very good question. I'm I'm pretty, um, not not scared. Um, I would say being in a new relationship. Shout out my beautiful girlfriend Hannah, mm. uh, and I was talking about this with you, and I, I did speak to Hannah about it because, of course, um, the new the newness of the feeling I haven't had for a long time and I love it. It really is. It's so much fun. But it's the, where do I need to put my energy? It's the making sure that I still have time for myself and I know Hannah will pin me up for this going, why would you say that? And it's more so the fact that it's like, all right, I'm neglecting other things because I think she's going to leave. So I'm like, oh, I need to spend as much time because I think she's going to go. And oh, but I know, I know she's not. I know she's not going anywhere. You know, touch wood, touch head. She's a great, great lady to have in my life. But I'm like, oh shit, I'm neglecting my other things. Where she's like, go and do your runs, go and do this. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I want to spend as much time with you because I think the feeling's going to end. Mm. And that that's something I'm not battling with, but I'm like trying to figure out in my head to go. All right, I need to make sure I'm doing things for me. And not just doing them because I think I need to do them for her. When she's a very independent, powerful woman, she don't need me around. Where I'm like, oh shit, she's gonna leave. And so that's something I've been uh, thinking about, which is very interesting because it's a new feeling. The whole relationship thing. Mm. I don't know you've been in, in uh, a long term relationship and um, that ended and, and stuff like that. So it's um, yeah, it's it's a not not a it's not a negative battle. It's just a different kind of battle. It's just learning. It is just learning. It takes it takes time as well. Mm. Like you, you can't rush those kind of things. You both you you'll naturally find your balance between each other and yourselves. Yeah, because that's that's the only way longevity works in a relationship as well. So and it does naturally happen because mm. when you force against the grain and unnatural, it's that's when things break down and yeah, you lose that sense of you. 
um, or yeah, the other way. The other way you are spending too much time by yourself and you're not putting in. So I think that's where mm. it just naturally happens. Mm. But no, other than that, like, there's nothing bad. Oh, I was actually, I wanted to share this with, um, uh, well, she, uh, actually, I might, I might save it for next week. Yeah. Um, I may have touched on it with you in our home life conversations, mm. um, regarding a big run coming up. So just a few things that I'm, I'm, I'm stepping into a different realm. I'm, I, I'm, the iceberg is growing yep. and leveling up. But what about you? Same question. That you put to me. That's a great question, though. What What are we seeing in the tip? Uh, the tip of the iceberg is the same, I think, for me. Um, the bottom of the iceberg is I'm hustling at the moment. Uh, I'm just so focused with business and with training and um, everything else. I've got some big goals that, yeah, obviously working towards going into this. Yeah, being involved in the buying a second house is pretty cool. So. Um, Exchanging that is, yeah, it's exciting. But, yeah, I've got some big goals in the next two or three years that um, not everyone's seeing. But the tip of the iceberg, everyone's just seeing my move, seeing me be me. Um, but things are exciting, mate. I'm, I'm fucking pumped at the moment. Yeah, boy. Mm. And I feel that. I feel that. And I'm excited to, to be there for the journey and, uh, and yeah, ride that wave, my G. Absolutely. I'm be surfing. And that's the thing with surfers, right? Surfers... Don't catch every wave, but when they're on that wave, fuck, they're happy bastards. Mm. They hang loose, they shuck us up. <laughs> but they might not ride the next wave for another five, ten minutes, yep. maybe even a few days. They might get sets, right? Like they might come yeah. in five, six, seven, eight waves and have some really good rides and then fucking flat water for a little bit. And but they're okay. still super happy each time they're on that top of that wave. Yeah. And loving life. And then they go, oh, well, shuckers, bruh. We're all good. Let's let's go Mahalo G or whatever. I don't know how surfers talk. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they just talk normally. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's a good analogy, right? Mm. Bloody good. Well, we'll keep tripping away. Um, I'm excited to hear how this interview goes with Michael. Um, and uh, we'll just uh, keep on trucking. Touch base next week again. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in as always. We appreciate you as the listener. Keep getting it done, whatever you're doing, however that looks like for you. Um, yeah, do your thing. It's uh, well, thanks to Tim's Butcher. Yeah, I love. Did you just say I love? You love? No, you will never hear those words out of my mouth. See ya. Shuts out the gate. Shuts out the gate. Shuts out the gate.